Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are all started up on a... Luke, what's today? What day of the week is today? Uh, when? If it's Wednesday, it's Luca Day. That used to be the Prince Spaghetti Day. It's Luca Day. Hello, Luke. I'm so happy you're here. $965 million, $965 million. That's what a jury said Alex Jones must pay to the families in Sandy Hook. Yeah, you know, Sam Bolton, you could give me some more sound effects. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, we've more? been doing this 11 years, 11 years. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like 11, almost 11 months now. You know, you could, you know, you could. Up your game a little bit. Jazz it I mean, up a I listen. Bit? You know, okay. when Alex is here, he's ringing things left and right. You know, you're, you're right. just taking it. Okay. You act like you run the whole station or something. Sometimes. So I am here in studio with Matthew Assembolino at six oh six on Wednesday evening. Alex Jones, um, basically, this guy who the only reason why I hesitate to really go after him is Megyn Kelly did an interview with him, and I'm not going to say she likes him, but I, I don't know she seems to have a soft spot for him. And there are times where I do uh, trust Megan's judgment. But this guy, to me, is a big A.H. You can figure out what that stands for. Um, He's the guy who had his own website, uh, and he profited multiple millions of dollars, like tens of millions of dollars by saying, that's the, that's it. So you got, you got one that's, little. That's, that's it. it. Oh, I'm gonna wow. just run that yeah, thing. You into guys the realize Sam Bolin runs the station. Right? He's the operations manager. That's what I got a ching. All right. Anyway, yeah. Thank you. Nine hundred and fifty. Uh, is it nine? No, nine sixty-five million to the families in Sandy Hook family because he said the whole thing was a hoax. And what a, I mean, his Infowars. Uh, website actually had people believing this and of in my whole life i mean i've done a lot of media i've done a lot of media coverage for a a person with who's not this is not their job right my job is i'm a lawyer my career is as a as an attorney as a trial attorney um you know i'll go up against anyone in terms of how much media i've done um over the last let's say 15 years and there is no case that I've covered or incident that I've covered that I could think of that was as sad as Sandy Hook um, for me personally, because I was actually there. I wasn't sitting in a studio talking about it. Geraldo had me go up there with him and my, the person I was supposed to be on the air with, 
she was so overcome with grief, she did not leave the trailer. She went into the trailer. She saw all the families and all of the memorials. It was right around Christmas time, remember, folks, 2012. And she just went in the trailer. They did her makeup, and then the, the makeup people came out. And it's like she said she want, she can't come out and go on the air. So Geraldo and I did the segment by ourselves. And then I went into the little, I mean, it's a beautiful little town, Sandy Hook. And I remember it had a bridge, and it had water running through it. And Luca, what I remember is there was a boy there who was killed who was like either three days before your birthday or three days after your birthday. And there's a family who's now lost their son. And as you know, at that time, you were my only child and you're the most important thing in the whole world to me. And my heart just was ripped out at that particular, uh, that, that little memorial. And I went into a bar wherever their people were. I mean, it was a real tight knit community. And this guy, Alex Jones, he was telling people, oh, no, it's just it's not true. They're making it up. They're uh, they're just doing this. It's uh, you know left wing media and uh, it's it's conspiracy. It's a Democratic led conspiracy. And um, now, you know, I mean, look, I don't know if this guy's worth nine hundred and sixty five million dollars. But this is the second award against him. In August, an Austin, Texas jury ordered him to pay $49.3 million to Sandy Hook parents in a defamation trial with different plaintiffs. So there's one set of plaintiffs. I guess they went to Texas. He must have some uh, nexus to to Texas that they could bring the case there. Um, this case um, here was was held. Uh, was it held in Connecticut? I should. Yes, in Connecticut. I'm sorry. Yes, can I get a jury on Wharton? So this this just came down just a little while ago. If you, it's all over the TV screens. It's all over your phones. Um, you know, I don't think he's got 965 million dollars, but this will put him uh, put him in his place for a while. I mentioned Megyn Kelly. I don't know if she got a new publicist or the New York Post uh, opened their eyes to her because she's all over the place now um, in terms of media with her show. And look, I love it. Um, she was our first big guest here on the Idola Power Hour. Um, she's been on a couple of times, and very willingly and happily. Uh, I she just had me on her. I think it was her two hundredth show. She's kicking some butt at Sirius. Um, last night, I, as I'm going to sleep, I'm looking at the, the, the reading the news, and it's uh, Megyn Kelly goes off on Kim Kardashian. What what she say? She just says a fat. No, yeah, she said something about her butt. Uh, all she's got is a big butt. Here it is. Hold on. Enormous fake ass. Am I allowed to say ass? Say yes, me. you can okay. say that. Yeah, she's like, all she's got is enormous fake ass. I'm so sorry, so tired of seeing her. She, oh, there's Sam Molino and this big, yeah. She's, but, but so Megan goes off last night or yesterday, and it's all over the news. Now, today, uh, Megan Kelly slams dumbass quotes MSNBC host Tiffany Cross as the most per- racist person on TV. So I guess Megan's got an ass thing going. There's like a theme here. Um, and it's got to do with a, a host, Tiffany Cross, talking about uh, the NFL and the treatment of its players and how they're getting ill and, uh, you know, getting hurt with these injuries. And she's saying they're only allowed that they're only allowing that to happen because most of the players are black men. And Megan called her out and saying that that's ridiculous. So I, I'm happy for Megan that she's getting so much press. Um, I do agree with her on the Megan Kelly thing, although Marianne kind of put me in my place this morning and said, listen, they're brilliant entrepreneurs. That whole family are brilliant entrepreneurs because, yes, they don't see the Kardashians. They don't sing. They don't dance. They don't make anything. Um, but they made 
billions. They're worth, I mean, Kim, I think, is worth $1.8 billion um, basically on nothing. I mean, they became, Marion gave me the whole trajectory. Oh, yeah, yeah, she made a sex tape. Well, first of all, her father was a big shot lawyer, and so that opened up in Hollywood. They had opened up a bunch of doors. Then they made the sex, she made a sex tape, which is brilliant, right? That's really what I want my daughter to do. No. It's not what Broadbar always said when, when Ariana was born. You got one job, Idala. Keep her off the pole. Um, and uh, so, so then they make a sex tape. Then they, they uh, be, do this reality show that obviously caught on. Then they did the beauty products thing. They all start dating uh, basketball players. And, you know, they're off to the races. But they do get a lot of props in our society that I don't believe are so well-founded. Um, someone who, who got props that are very well-founded is someone who we lost yesterday in the legal community. I believe he was 88 years old, Sterling Johnson. Sterling Johnson was a special prosecutor. Uh, he was a, a, he's an African-American pioneer here in the city of New York, the state of New York, uh, and then he's been on the federal bench for 30 years. And I'm going to uh, just, and, and you know, at 88 years old, it, he'll be missed. But you're not going to say it's a tragedy. He had a great run, a great life. Um, all of you know that my dad's a lawyer. So I, I go in, this is oof, probably 10 years ago. And I'm, I'm in federal court. It's a serious case. It's a, it's a serious atmosphere. And I don't believe, I, he had, I'd met him before. Maybe it was the first time I'm appearing before him. And most judges in federal court are very formal. Uh Sterling Johnson was a very tough guy, but he was not that formal. So I put my notice of appearance on. I was like, you know, Arthur Idola on behalf of John Doe defendant. And uh, I, I had just said my name and Judge Johnson goes, hey, Louie, how you doing? And I said, well, I'm great, Your Honor. I was like, and I'll take it as a compliment that you called me Louie. I was like, but that's my dad. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, Artie. I just had a brain fart. Now, you don't hear the term brain fart now you got a sound effect for that, uh, Sam Bowler. I mean, you're supposed to be at the ready. You're worried about handing me a live read, yeah. And I'm looking for like, you know, I'm looking for. I don't some have help a brain here. fart sound effect. Sorry. We don't have a fart sound effect. This whole thing, no, AM we don't. Night, Why is that an FCC violation? Anyway, I don't want to go too off on. Uh, Meathead. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I, Sterling Johnson was. Uh, he he has a tremendous legacy. Tomorrow, uh, in the Southern District of New York, there will be a memorial service. For another judge who I was fortunate enough to try a, a case in front of, a major case in front of, William Pauley. Um, he, he succumbed to cancer during the COVID period, and tomorrow they're going to have a memorial service for him at the Southern District of New York. So rest in peace, Sterling Johnson. Uh, you know, you, you served our society. You were a real true public servant. We got a great show coming up. I don't know. Joan booked some woman who's going to tell us about what your Halloween costume means to you and how you get PTSD um, from watching horror flicks and your mood and how you your your mood is contagious. It's a weird signal you do this, Emmeline. It really is. we got to talk about that one. Um, we got Dennis Prager, AM 970 Zone Dennis Prager, talking Brooklyn books, religion, the Bible. And we got Luca here all day, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, live in studio with Matthew Sambolin. It's Arthur Idala talking about Connors and Sullivan and this January 1st, 2023 deadline. Let me try to put it in layman's terms. Uh, if someone in your family needs home care benefits, it's based on your finances and, and need. And there are some times when 
you could give gifts to people in your family, and those gifts would count. Right now, I don't believe would count towards the home care benefits exceptions. But uh, starting the beginning of this year, or next year, I should say, they are going to look back and say, wait a minute, you gave Luca uh, $14,000. We're not going to give you the home care benefits because you could use those monies that you gave Luca, which you totally legitimately could give to Luca, but you could have used those for home care benefits. But if you uh, do all the applications, if you do all the work now in 2022, they're not going to look back. Starting in 2023, they're going to look back 30 months, two and a half years. So there's a very simple solution. Call Connors and Sullivan. They have specialized in this area to get home care benefits for someone who may need them. Um, but the thing is, you have to start the process. It's not like you can walk in there on December 27th and it's going to be done. You got to get in there by the, the latest, the very beginning of December, which is right around the corner, and start the process with Connors and Sullivan. Call them today. Don't delay. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. So uh, this past weekend was Columbus Day weekend. I know you've heard about that. And Luca and I have a tradition of um, spending Columbus Day weekend out east, and then we wake up early Monday morning and come in and go to the parade. Now, Luca, um, the uh, the house that we have out out east, what color is it? Uh, it is white with blue trim. And how does it look in these days? Um, it looks very nice. Yeah, I mean, would you say it looks beautiful? Yes. You love it. Yes. All right, there you go, folks. Luca Joseph Idala. He loves the White House with the blue trim. And who made it white with blue trim? You guessed it, Rhino Shield. Is your building's ex- exterior looking weather worn and shabby? Are you in the process of planning for next season's improvement? Tired of having to paint every four or five years? Don't make the same mistake by calling a painter. Call Susan at Rhino Shield first. For a longer lasting solution, Rhino Shield is engineered to outlast paint and it is 10 times thicker than traditional paint coatings. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your buildings and looks just like paint, but with many more benefits. Protect and beautify your buildings, adding value, dramatically reducing wall maintenance work while insulating and soundproofing. Condominiums, apartment buildings, multifamily homes, single family homes, they can all benefit from Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield ensures a successful, worry-free installation that bonds to virtually any substrate. I love substrate. Call to request your free quote by October 31st and receive a 20% discount. You'll never have to paint again, or at least not for the next 25 years. Call 877-744-6608. That is 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. 
McCullough's music? No. It sounds like McCullough's music. Well, Feeling Good by Nina Simone. All right, we got Marnie Goldman on the line. And, you know, Marnie, I'm gonna, this is Arthur Idala, and we've never met, so this is like our first date. Um, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come clean with you, okay? I, I run a small law firm. And yes. all in between lawyers and support staff and interns and everyone else who's in this little family, um, whether I like it or not, I tend to be the leader of the pack. And um, when I'm in the elevator coming up, now I've already often uh, changed a poopy diaper of my little daughter, taken little Arthur right. to school, driven two hours back and forth to Queens, driving Luca Joseph to school. And sometimes I'm exhausted. Sometimes I'm not in a great mood. But right before, so I go in the elevator. It goes up to the sixth floor. Right before, I smack myself in the face. This is true. Um, this is just between us, Marnie. This is like our first interaction. So <laughs> it's attorney-client privilege. I smack myself in the face, like on both sides. And I look in the mirror in the elevator. I'm like, all right, man. You got to bring your A game. Let's go. Because my feeling is, and I think you're about to verify it from the notes that Joan Pelzer has given me. My feeling is if I walk into that office with energy and positivity and drive and passion that 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 aura that I'm giving off is going to be contagious to each and every person there. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Uh, You are 100% spot on. It is contagious, contagious, contagious. It's wonderful. Your passion, people feed off that. They feed off my passion and energy. So, Marnie, you're a life coach, right? Now, what does that mean? You're going to coach me through life? I can help coach you through life, help you be at peace where you are. I love motivational speaking. I love letting people know you have a million reasons to be knocked down, but you also have a million reasons to stand back up. And they listen to what I've been through, and they're like, how are you alive? How are you actually walking and talking? So I give people a lot of inspiration. I, I could do this all day. I could sit here and talk to you about this all day long. Well, you, you seem to be on fire, and I love that because, look, right now it's 622. It's a Wednesday night. It's kind of like that middle of the week. It's supposed to be rainy tomorrow. People are in their cars. People are at home. They may not be so fired up. So I love – look, I try to do this through the radio, right? I told you what I do for my my clients i'm sorry for my for my work family i also try to do it for my clients um but i also try to do it tonight uh, every night i mean sometimes sam boland drags me down sometimes Joni drags me down you know Joni's very very low energy and very very quiet and reserved and... I have to comment wait, wait hold on here's Joni. yes go am ahead, i hot Joan. yet i have to comment on this Arthur, <laughs> i don't know if you're literally... ever gonna be hot joan but okay we're gonna move <laughs> on from that there we go sorry marnie so no, I have to comment okay. on this. Arthur walks into our offices and he is on fire every time. No matter what mood he comes from, he changes it and it is contagious, Marnie. So I want to know how he does that and how everyone else can do it. Because some people in the office just go, how do you do it? How do you do it? It's a fantastic and the most fabulous choice you can make when you wake up in the morning to make it a good day it a positive day no matter what could be going bad there's something that's going right and when you love what you do that passion just exudes out of you well you know you and i obviously are very lucky to love what we do but there are a lot of people out there who don't you know i got a friend you know they call him bitter because he kind of walks around and he's just he's bitter even though people oh, from yeah. the outside would look at him and say he has a great wife, a great life. He's got a beautiful wife, beautiful children. He's got money. He's got you know everything. You but he's bitter. So how do you get oh. someone who's bitter 
and flip the coin and make the bitter guy the happy-go-lucky guy, especially when he has all the ingredients to be the happy-go-lucky guy. You know, you, those are the Debbie Downers of the world. And I tell people, find that one thing that could make you laugh. Find that one thing in your soul, I know it's fair, that brings you some sort of joy and do more of that. I don't care if it's painting rocks, whether you do graffiti, whatever brings you happiness. Well, let's not, let's not espouse that. the crimes. I have enough clients, so we don't need the, oh, the graffiti is right, a crime. Bad. But um, right, do I not get a second date now? No, 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 you, you, Marnie, you, you're doing, you're fantastic. You can have a second date anytime you want. Um, but awesome. let's talk about the contagiousness. I mean, is it true? So I walk off the elevator, and there's Nancy who's sitting to her right, and she's got some issues at home with with some family members with health issues. There's Judge Leventhal, and sometimes he's overwhelmed by the civil work. There's Diana who's got two major huge appeals, maybe the two biggest appeals in the in the country, and I don't. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Um, And she's feeling the weight of the world on her. When I come in, Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky, captain of the ship, and I'm like, hey, what's going on this morning? Let me help you with this. Let me help you with that. What's type of for lunch? Let's make sure we have a party planned for next Friday, blah, 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 blah. Tell me, is that uh, chemically contagious? Is it psychologically contagious? How does that work? I think it's psychologically contagious because if you were to take an example of like a rotten fruit and you put it next to a good fruit, the fruit's going to get rotten. But you could put it on the flip side just with our personalities and the energy. You can just, it's instinctive and you can feel someone's energy walk into a room. It shifts for the good and the bad. You bring this energy shift that it takes people away from what they're feeling and their moments of sadness, and they feel happy and light around you. So you're a great boss. Okay, so, well, I'll let my my crew be the judge of that. (laughs) I'm going to have another question for you, Marnie Goldman. She's an author and a life coach. When you wake up in the morning, is it it true that you could just make the decision – that I'm going to be happy today or are there chemicals inside your body that no matter how many times you say it, you write it in the, in the, the fog on the mirror, I'm going, to t- I'm going to be happy. You know, dear Evan Hansen, his mom starts off by saying, decide that today's <laughs> going to be a great day. Today's going to be, write yourself a letter, Evan, and today's going to be a great day. Can you decide that today's going to be a great day or are there things inside of you that just drag you down that you cannot overcome? Well, some things chemically, you know, I take medication for that, which helps me make it a great day. But I woke up many mornings for years and months not wanting to get out of bed depressed. And then I made the choice. No, I am blessed to be alive. I also have leukemia. So every day I'm alive and awake is a blessing. And I found the the gratitude of the little things, listening to nature. And yes, it is psychological that you can force yourself to be in a good mood, even if things are bad. So, so you've, so Marnie, to be clear on our first date, now getting to know each other, you've battled, you've battled depression and you've battled leukemia. I, yes. And ADHD. And I didn't find out anything was wrong with me until I was 47 years old. So I went my entire life thinking I was crazy, lazy, and stupid when it was really PTSD, ADHD, OCD, clinical depression. I've had a life of trauma. So I, um, I could have, I laid on a floor in, in a dark room for months, and then I was like, I need the sunshine, and it truly works. I am excited to now wake up. I found my passion and purpose through my book, through my speaking, through my podcast. So that gives me something to live for, and I love it.
I right. love waking well, up and listen, doing Listen, Marnie, you got me all flying high here. It's 627 on, on a Wednesday night. Uh, Marnie, I have two minutes left with you. So I have Luca here, and I, it says something in the notes from Joan um, about Halloween costumes. Luca's my son. Luca, tell um, my friend Marnie what you're going to be for Halloween. Who are you going to dress up as? Um, the boy Andy from Toy Story. So oh, love it. All right. So what does that say about Luca? That he's going to be Andy, who's got this little name on the bottom of his foot, and Woody and Buzz are are his little buddies to to play with. Sweet and simple. Sweet and simple. Well, I think it's just a, a very cool, laid back kind of kid. Uh, Luca, are you sweet and simple? Yes. All right. I mean, I know you. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So, and last thing is, I see all these advertisements for Halloween, the 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 movie, the I think it's called The End, and with yes. what what what's her name? With Jamie Lee Curtis and like, I mean, you know, my wife Marianne won't go near any of these horror movies. Is my wife correct? Does she have enough stress in her life that she doesn't need to go and watch oh, a horror yeah. flick? I'm with her. We don't need to get any more anxiety and heart rate rapid. And No, no, no. We have enough stress. So I avoid the movies like that as well. I don't need to get all, you know, excited and anxious. There's enough anxiety in me. All right. Um, Marnie, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is probably chicken lo mein. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I, like, I like that. Do you, um, do you consume any adult beverages? I do consume adult beverages. I do like vodka, um, Grey Goose, and a teeny drop of cranberry. Marnie, I think this relationship is going to work out very well. Um, I know you have Joan's number. Anytime you want to jump on the line with your energy and your spirit, you're always welcome on the Author Idola Power Hour. Thank you so much. And uh, I will continue to slap myself in the face on the elevator before I walk into the office in the morning. And spread that energy. All right. kindness like confetti. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Marnie Goldman, author and life coach. As uh, basically, Sam Bowen just gave me a, a symbol that's kind of crude to tell me that there's 15 seconds left. Can we do this instead of that symbol? Sure. <laughs> Bobby, that's a, I always forget it. I mean, guys get sued for doing those things. What's the matter with you? All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with Dennis Prager from AM970, The Answer. So, I was in court today. It was so crowded. And this is true. I'm going to go off a little bit. Uh, you know, when you're a lawyer in a courthouse, you have to sign it. Well, I, I'll just give you a little in- inside scoop. Uh, you just heard that, like, allegedly I'm, like, the leader of this law firm. Well, there was a, a case that's a relatively minor case that's on today. And last night around 10 o'clock, I get texts from three different lawyers in the firm and I'm very happy about this. They're all on trial and they're like, we don't, we can't cover the case. We can't cover the case. So I didn't hesitate. I didn't have court this morning. I didn't have trial. I said, I'll cover it. I show up in the courthouse. The line for the lawyers, I walked into the courthouse without a problem. But for this particular courtroom, the line for the lawyers to sign the case in, just to let the sergeant know, the court officer know that, you know, we're ready for this case was in through the whole courtroom and then out into the hallway. And I saw a bunch of folks. I've been in that courthouse now for just shy of 30 years. It's 29 years and uh, nine months. And I'm like, I've never seen this. In fact, I violated the rules over there. And I took a photograph. It's not a crime. But I took a photograph of the line and I sent it to someone in the system who then sent it to someone else. I said, this is nuts. 30 years. I've never stood out in the hallway to wait in line to sign the case in. I got to court at like 9.25, 9.30. My case was called at 11.30. Two hours. Now, luckily, unlike when I was a young ADA, I have my phone and I have my other phone that has all my emails and stuff. So I was 
getting a lot of stuff done when I was sitting there. So I did not feel like it was a waste of time. But guess who one of the most vital people in that courtroom is? The court reporter. The court reporter. She is front and center and vital. In other words, the, the court calendar cannot be called without him or her being there. If you're looking for a career, or perhaps perhaps a career change, I mean, Sam Bowen looks so stressed out. I, he may be going to Plaza soon and taking this stenographer's class. One, a career that allows you flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. The high-powered and lucrative career of court reporting is something that you need to know about. And Plaza College has set up a program that's free, and it's just kind of like a put-your-toe-in-the-water Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. That is info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-267. Let's talk about my Italian friends, my Italian-American friends at Columbus Citizens Foundation. For over 75 years, the Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to Italian-American students who have academic ability, but they find themselves in need of financial aid for their education. It is no exaggeration to state that this scholarship program has literally changed the lives of students for generations. They cannot do it alone. The folks at the Columbus Citizens Foundation cannot do it alone. Help make a difference in someone's life today. To find out how you can help Columbus Citizens Foundation, visit www.columbuscitizens.org. These talented students inspire us every day. Their leadership, passion, and pride in their heritage is a winning combination. The scholarships offer them a chance to pursue their dreams and contribute to their communities. The Columbus Citizens Foundation brings the Columbus Day Parade to New York City every year. They did an outstanding job this year. You can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. Visit their site at www.columbuscitizens.org. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, you cannot come on the Arthur Idala Power Hour without talking about Brooklyn. If you're originally from Brooklyn, and yes, even though Dennis Prager is known nationally, internationally, his roots are in Brooklyn, New York. Dennis Prager, welcome back to AM 970, The Answer, as you're here every day. This is Arthur Idala, and we are so pleased to have you on the show. You cracked me up with that introduction. Listen, Dennis, we got to talk about Brooklyn. Don't, don't, don't shy away from Brooklyn. 
No, God forbid. How did you know, though, that I was originally from Brooklyn? Listen, I have, I mean, I'm, uh, we'll, we'll take your produce, production staff off the map. I have the best producer in the whole world. She's She's got this German last name, but she's actually Sicilian. And uh, she does a lot of research for me. And, of course, Dennis, I know who you are and I know all about you. But she's told me, make sure you make sure he talks about his Brooklyn roots. Because one of our big guests here on a regular basis is Alan Dershowitz. And, you know, you can't get two words out of him about making his his uh, reference to Brooklyn and how the, the Brooklyn roots that he had uh, formed his the person he is today. Well, let, let me tell you. So my older brother six years older than me. We were just two boys. He sat me down. It's really, it's etched in my memory. It's one of the only memories I have from when I was five. He was 11. Sat me down and he said, now listen, listen carefully, Dennis. You were born in Brooklyn. You were raised in Brooklyn. You will be a Brooklyn Dodger fan. Wow. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, how'd that work out for you? How how soon after that did they leave? I ended up going with the Dodgers to Los Angeles. All right, I was going to say because you're too young for uh, to have been a, to have been there when they they won the World Series. Yes. Uh, where did no, you grow up in Brooklyn, correct. Dennis? What part of Brooklyn did you grow up in? Marine Park. Oh, the great Marine Park! Isn't that where Andy lives? Our engineer, uh, Garrison uh, Beach, right next door. That same difference. Far. Same difference. And how long were you there for? Oh, no, I, I lived in Brooklyn until I was 21 years old. And you went to Brooklyn College, correct? And I went to Brooklyn College, and then I went to Columbia, so I moved to Manhattan. Oh, oh, that's a big move. Yeah, my wife mentions yeah. to, to about going yeah, to Manhattan. No, no, what, which, that I, ain't happening. It, it always, cracks, always cracks people up who are not from New York. How uh, growing up, when, when we would go to Manhattan, we would say, oh, we're going into the city. Right. Like Brooklyn wasn't right. the city. Oh, listen, we still do it. It's still, what do you do? Oh, we're going to go to the city. Meanwhile, I'm sometimes I'm in downtown Brooklyn. I'm, I'm actually looking at, at at the city. It's interesting because in my world, the, the district courthouses, uh, I went to a, a, the federal courthouses. I went to a dinner the other night last week with all the federal judges, and someone remarked that in the United States of America, there is only one place where you could look out the window of one district courthouse and see the other district courthouse, and that is the Manhattan courthouse versus the Brooklyn courthouse. The Brooklyn courthouse covers Brooklyn, Queens, uh, Staten Island, Long Island, and the Manhattan courthouse covers Manhattan, Bronx, and Westchester County. It's the only place in the United States of America where uh, two courthouses are that close. So uh, Now, Dennis, I know we have this great book, The Rational Bible, Deuteronomy. Tell uh, tell tell our listeners what it's all about, and obviously when they're going to get it, and, and when they're going to read it. I have uh, taught the the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, all of my life to people of every faith and no faith, and I I've embarked on a ten year project to write a commentary on each of the five books of the first five books. The they're known as the Pentateuch, the five books of Moses, the Torah, however you want to refer to it. But they're the, the core books of the Old Testament and in many ways of the New Testament. It's God, the Garden of Eden, creation, uh, loving God, loving your neighbor, the Ten Commandments. I mean, it, it's basically all there. And uh, I find that a guide to my life 
I am absolutely convinced that uh, we have uh, defective moral standards in the country and defective intellectual standards where the where millions of people say with sincerity that men give birth. You know that you uh, have really, uh, yeah, you, you really. A congressman got in trouble. For, a congressman got in trouble for saying, "Right, a man, a man can't have a baby." I, uh, that just blew my mind. Blew my mind. That's right. That's right. It's really sick stuff, and and it, it's all. I, I make the intellectual case, and I have my whole life, forty years in radio. This is all because we live in a post-biblical age. People think that they're smarter than the Bible, and they're not. When did we jump yeah, over? When did we jump from a biblical age to a post-biblical age? That's an excellent question. I have been searching for that uh, a, a good chunk of my adult life. And you can give two answers. The 1960s. Right, which which is what, I, Dennis, to be honest, that's, that's what I was thinking. But again, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's what I was thinking. But go right. Ahead. No, 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 that's fine. No, no, no. You interrupt all you like because uh, you, your points are well taken. But the, the problem with saying the 60s is where did these people get their ideas? They obviously didn't come up with them. The idea that uh, they themselves were raised largely without the Bible. And in and, and a post-Judeo-Christian world. So the it, it is the 60s, but it's also the early 1900s. So uh, with, with Dewey and uh, with the progressives uh, taking over education, it, it, it's, a, it's a tragedy that's 100 years in the making. Well, I mean, I just think of it from the romanticism. Yeah, the romanticizing of like the 1950s when I have that, you know, my, my parents were in high school in the fifties and, you know, it's, it's that generation. I think, I, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's a very romantic, it's very family uh, generation. The sixties is when it kind of, as they referring to our happy days, quote, jumps the shark. I wonder if it's got anything to do with drugs, with LSD, with mind altering drugs that I don't think were as prevalent in the, in history as they were in the 60s and early 70s? There's no question that contributed. But uh, the question is, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Did the collapse come first and then the drugs, or did the drugs come first and then the collapse? I think the collapse came first uh, and, and then the drugs. I think that you were... I don't. I don't think that the average kid who was attending church every week was as likely to be a drug taker as a more secular kid. Uh, obviously, there are always exceptions to every rule, but whichever whichever it is, it is part of what contributed uh, to to the decline. Uh, the, the, the that we can live in a society that forces people. To say that men give birth, uh, that America is systemically racist, uh, that celebrates a, a black graduation ceremonies at Columbia University, to give a New York example, and, and where I attended in graduate school. Uh, I mean, it, every, everything is really Orwellian. And I, I believe that it is inevitable when you start to believe that you are the author of right and wrong, your feelings are what matter, that there is no objective moral reality above you, this is what happens. 
Well, I'm going to tell you, Dennis, what I what I speak because you know I'm 55 years old, um, and I travel in a lot of different circles. You know, <laughs> some of it is because from my profession as being a criminal defense attorney, uh, others is I'm the president of the Friars Club, so I'm kind of all over the map. But I, I am often confronted with people who. They don't laugh at me, but I, you know, I say, look, I, I don't go to church every Sunday, but I try. I mean, I, I make an effort, and now with this whole digital age, I mean, my cousin is a priest, and, and when I know he's, but he doesn't live that close to me, so I'll listen to his mass, the entire mass. I don't just listen to his homily, the entire mass, um, and I say, look, if you don't believe in God, if you just believe that you know we came from the Big Bang Theory, whatever it is, I said, it doesn't matter. I said, the lessons that you learn— uh, the, 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 the messaging that at least in the, the churches that I, in the Roman Catholic churches that I frequent, whether they may be the ones in Brooklyn, I go to St. Patrick's Cathedral, I listen to the Cardinal, I'm out in, out in the east end of Long Island. I said, you walk out of there, and first of all, it's 45 minutes where you just turn off your freaking phone and just focus on something in this world of ADHD. But I almost, I always walk out of there enriched. I always walk out of there being a, a better person than I, when I walked in. And I said, that does not have to, you don't have to eliminate that from your life if you don't think that, you know, Moses really parted the waters or that Jesus really made one fish or one loaf of bread into a million loaves of bread. The lessons from the Bible uh, will help you live a better life. And that's that's my approach. 100% in agreement with you. There is no reason an atheist or an agnostic should not be in church every week. That is entirely accurate. Uh, If you are tone deaf, you can still enjoy Beethoven's Fifth. You don't have to be a musician in in order to to enjoy the greatest music ever written. Uh, uh, That's why I said the collapse was that people started to believe they don't need something higher than themselves. They are their highest being. That's the collapse. And that is the reason that the, 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 uh, the, the worst ideas, the stupidest ideas, come from the most secular, that is godless institution, the university. Do you know, uh, Dennis, when I want to check myself and, and check myself in with God, you know what I do? I look in the mirror. I just look right in my eyes in the mirror. And, you know, I'd say, is this something that... And I, I'm very close with my family. So is this something that my parents would be proud of? You know, would, if I told them I did X, Y, and Z, whatever it was, uh, if it's borderline, not too cool. Uh, or And then I would say, you know, is this something that God would be proud of? And most of the times, Dennis, the answer is yes. For the record, my mother's probably home right now bugging out. So most of the times it's yes. But, you know, to thine own self be true. And the definition of what's right and what's wrong I feel that a, a proper religious institution is a tremendous guide in guiding how you should live your life. So that's why I'm writing this. This is the third volume. People should look at the 4,000 reviews of my Rational Bible, Genesis, Rational Bible, Exodus, now Deuteronomy, came out yesterday. It's the fifth of the five books, but it's the, the third of my series. I'm not doing it in order, obviously. And they'll they'll realize how how this stuff how, how how these commentaries can change people's lives. I I have studied this all my life. I know biblical Hebrew like I know English. That's obviously a big help. And 
you may you won't know this, and I because I I know I don't know anybody who does know this. I didn't know this. I read this only a few months ago after after I had finished this. Unfortunately, the most the most cited book of the founders of the United States, secular or religious, was the book of Deuteronomy. Yes, I actually uh, and the, and, and, and yeah. Jesus cites Deuteronomy after Psalms the most. In the New Testament, that's how powerful this book is, Dennis. Because you're the the consummate professional, and I feel comfortable throwing a curveball at you. And my my producers tell me I got three minutes left. I, I, I because this is something that matters to me personally. Uh, living in New York City, I don't think I'm going to shock you by telling you I have a lot of gay friends. And uh, one of the reasons, and they're they're always very respectful to me and my religious beliefs, as you know, I am to them. So how, you know, when I, when they say calmly and in an appropriate way, you know, art, you know, the, the Bible, you know, it's, I believe it says, you know, man shall not live with man. And so, you know, how, how do you justify being a person of, of religious beliefs when the Bible says, you know, what you're doing is wrong? And they're saying, well, I mean, the exact answer to me when I asked about someone being gay was, Arthur, what do you like? chocolate vanilla or strawberry ice cream and i said chocolate and he said why and i said i don't know it's just what i like and he goes well that's the way it is for me about being a gay man it's just i can't help it right. it's just and, what and i that's, like that's the way it, and he said he says that's how god made me he got you know this is how right. this well, is what right. god put in my brain and my body and my soul okay. but i feel well, like i'm shunned in your guy. religion right well first of all ask the guy if if that's if that's his attitude is he willing to say that God made you male or female, or or yes. can you change it? Yes. So they're very inconsistent about God made me. They, God made me gay, but God didn't make me male. Uh, give me a break, okay? So l- l- let's just stop with the God made me. So uh, I everything till then I, I I understand and I agree with. I'm uh, my wife and I are godparents to a gay couple's children. Uh, uh, in a nutshell, and that's not in Deuteronomy; it's in Leviticus. And I will. I already wrote twenty thousand words on that one verse. Uh, and, and in a nutshell, the entire world accepted homosexuality uh, prior to the Bible. The Bible was the first uh, book of, that I know of that said that uh, male sex, uh, the male sex drive, and male sexuality should be restricted uh, to a woman and specifically a wife. Uh, the uh, this this was a revolution in history and made it in part made Western civilization possible. The centrality of the of the nuclear family. My heart goes out to gaze on this matter. Uh, the uh, uh, one of my I'll say his name. Dave Rubin is a dear gay friend of mine, married to a wonderful uh, man. Uh, I love these both of these guys. I'm at their home whenever I'm in Florida. They used to be in L.A. and I was at their home regularly. Dave Rubin looked me in the eye just a few few weeks ago at his home, and he said, look, I'm gay, I'm married to a man, but I fully acknowledge that the ideal is a man and a woman uh, in marriage. Th- that, that's a mature attitude, and that's what the Bible is saying. Folks, if you have a choice, there is in fact an ideal. It's male-female. In, in the ancient world, women in many societies like Greece were for procreation, and boys were for sex. And, and this, uh, the Bible came along and said, I'm sorry, women should be for sex, not just procreation. In a nutshell, 
that's what I that's what I have understood. Dennis Prager on the author Idola Power Hour. I I went Dennis the guest before you was literally talking about what Halloween costumes mean about you, what they say about you is a very lighthearted subject. I didn't realize it's six uh Quarter to seven on a uh, on a Wednesday evening. You and I were going to get so deep, but I will tell you, I loved it. I enjoyed it so much, and obviously, it's a discussion Thank that can go here. on and on. We will uh, we will make sure we pitch your book, the Rational Bible, and what's the best Thank way to you. get it? Deuteronomy. How do we get that? Well, uh, it's, it's the easiest is Amazon, obviously, or you can go to the Prager store. It's it's all over. Wherever you want to buy books, it's it's available. Spectacular. Well, it's a pleasure to be on the uh, AM 970 dial with you, Dennis. And anytime you want to come on to have some lighthearted conversations like we just did, the lines are always open for you, That's sir. Great. Be Thank well. Thank you, my friend. It was a joy. Thank right. you, Dennis. I appreciate it. Dennis Prager, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We, we took a lot of time with him, but I... I was totally engaged with that. I hope you were as well. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. So speaking of the Bible with Dennis Prager, you know, Christmas is coming. And you know what we say? You know what we say, Sam Bellino? What do you say? Jesus is the reason for the season. (laughs) That's true. As he, as Matthew Sambolino wears his Star of David around his neck. And we acknowledge the menorah and Hanukkah as well. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays are right here. I mean, they're right here. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond every detail. Luca, you've been on the, uh, the, the, the cruise ship, right, the Atlantis? Yes, I have. Isn't it awesome? It is awesome. Food is great, right? Yes. They serve you as much booze as you want, right? Yes. As long as you don't get tipsy, right, Luca? Yes. And then what's it like when we go up up above and buy around the Statue of Liberty? It's very nice. It's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Well, you know what, folks? You can book a special night with Captain Fred on the Atlantis from New York Cruises simply by dialing 212-633-1231. 212-633-1231. And, I mean, it, you could use it for anything. It could be for a corporate event, a wedding, an engagement party, an anniversary, a Christmas party, a Hanukkah party, well, a Kwanzaa party, reunions, retirements, birthdays, bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, celebrate Joan Pelzer Day. Whatever you want to do, you could do it on New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Free. Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule, delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. That's nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday, tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. 
Want to improve your memory and focus? Want a more restful sleep or maybe more energy throughout the day? Learn how by tuning into Boost Your Brain Power with Dr. Eric Kaplan as he guides you on an adventure of discovery on how to help your brain and body in a natural way so you feel better, function better, and improve your quality of life. It's Boost Your Brain Power with Dr. Eric Kaplan, New York's first board-certified functional neurologist, Saturday morning at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough, Wellness Wednesday. Tune in. Tomorrow night will be Legal Night Thursday with Imran Ansari, who won a big case for Idola Bertuna and Cammons today. Um, I'm, I'll let him talk about it tomorrow night. But he and, and Lino, our uh, trusty associate, who's just a fantastic young man, a spectacular lawyer, he had his first big foray into the world of civil law. And what do you think he told me today? He's like, uh, Arthur, you know, if you have any more of these civil cases, I'd love to be involved with them. All of a sudden, my, my criminal uh, empire is shrinking. But no, that's great. And uh, Mike Sabella and, and John Esposito, they're on trial on another civil case as well. Last night, at, how could it be a minute already? I went two minutes? Yes. All right, Sam Bowen. Last night at the uh, at Gracie Mansion, there was an Italian-American heritage event. Uh, it was all a bunch of Italian-American big shots on the stage. And I'm going to brag for a second. Eric Adams takes the stage. There's like four or 500 people there. It's outdoors. Gracie Mansion, beautiful night, big, beautiful moon. Um, Diana said they were pouring some great red wine. Uh, I didn't drink. Um, and... Uh, the mayor comes out, everyone's hooing and hollering, and he says, wow, look at all these great Italian-Americans in the room. He goes, look who you have here. You have Arthur and you have Rosanna. And it was me and uh, Rosanna Scotto standing side by side. We were the only two people he called out in the whole place. Everybody was so happy. Um, Judge Leventhal wanted to know why he didn't say why the, why, um, the mayor didn't say my last name. And they said, someone said to him, Judge Leventhal, it's Arthur. It's like Elvis. It's like Cher. You only need one name. All right. I was going to have Luca give you a little review on The Who from last week, but he said they did a great job. His favorite song was? Bob O'Reilly. Bob O'Reilly. Teenage Wasteland. All right. Luca and I are going to go eat some sushi. Have a great Wednesday night, everybody. We'll see you back tomorrow. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.